Hello world, you are listening to Town Lead Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome to Townley Money Basics. What is credit? Why do we need credit? What does it mean in the sense of money? Well, credit is the ability to obtain a good or service before payment on the trust that payment will come in the future. Now think about that for a moment. So buy now, pay later. Doesn't that kind of sum up our society today? I mean, constantly we're looking around, seeing it ways for, we can get it now. We don't have to wait anymore. Gone are the days of layaway or saving up for something. I mean, I know some people still do that, but in this day and age, it's much more fun when a product comes out, you go out and you get it, you don't worry about how to pay for it until later. The problem with it is it comes with debt. Now you have taken on debt. So credit is when anyone lends you, or gives you the ability, I should say, you, you receive a good or a service now with the intent of paying in the future. So you are essentially taking on debt and, and they have created money out of thin air. Think about that. So they have a good or a service that has a certain perceived value and you agree upon that value and then you agree to pay that amount going forward. Now, it doesn't matter what the good or service is worth once you've received it because it's probably gonna depreciate, especially if it's something small like clothing or a phone I know those are very expensive, but they, they're still going to depreciate when they're not quote unquote brand new anymore. So think about that. They are creating value when you lend someone money in return for them paying for it later. And IOU, as it were, you've created money out of thin air. It's kind of a cool concept. It, it's, it's a cool way to look at money in an abstract sort of sense. But at the end of the day, you're buying now and you're paying later. So you're receiving the good or service. Do you not have the money? Is the problem that we don't have money saved up to take advantage of these awesome opportunities to come up? Do we not know that these purchases are coming? I mean, if we're in the mall and we see that outfit and we just have, we can't live without it, did we not anticipate that? Could we not have put that in our spending plan at some point? I mean, we should be thinking about these things in advance. I mean, if, if I know I like clothes, maybe I should set aside some money in my spending plan to account for that. For that For that matter, should we be taking on debt? Is the rest of our house in order? Is our spending plan in order? Are we in a position to be able to take on debt? When is it a good time to take on debt? We're going to talk about that in this show as well. And then, I know I've had it. Maybe you've had it as well. Buyer's remorse. You've bought something. Now you own it. And now you're thinking, whoa, that was a lot of money. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. So how do we avoid taking on more debt, especially when we don't have money, we may not have checked our spending plan, and now we have buyer's remorse. Well, the answer to that is discipline. We're going to have to have some good old-fashioned discipline. Now, I can tell you about how to develop systems in work, work, cash flow work. Scratch that. This is cash flow automation, where we can start setting aside money and putting it in different places to start saving up for this so we don't necessarily get into this predicament to begin with. Maybe we shouldn't be taking on this right now. How can I avoid this going forward? Well, we can talk about ways that we can avoid that going forward. It's called cash flow automation. So 
With discipline, if you see something and you have to have it, the first thing I suggest is that you sleep on it. You don't make that purchase. You don't make that impulse buy right then. You're not going to take it home today. You're not going to return it. It's not like you can take it home, get attached to it, and then decide not to take it out of the package and take it back. I'm talking about going home and sleeping on it. Once you're away from the draw of the object that you desire, you'll be amazed what happens when it's out of sight, out of mind. You may decide you don't need it anymore. You may not even think about it again. But at the moment, the way that retail stores are set up, it's very much desirable. They have the great lighting. You can just, they have the pictures of what, you know, how cool you can be, what this will mean to your life and how you can be a better person if you just take their widget. Just buy it now. Worry about paying for it later, but you can have the life right now. The other thing is stay within your spending plan. So when I talk about cash flow automation, there is actually a way in your spending plan that when money comes in, you can pay into different categories, little sums of money that you can set up to save going forward. Now I'm going to do a whole episode on this, but as a, as a, an example, it's kind of like mad money. So when money comes in, I have income. I'm going to set aside of that for some mad money. I'm going to set it to the side. That's don't ask, don't tell money. I can do whatever I want with it. And maybe you use that money to purchase something like this. Or if you know you're going to have to accumulate for it in the future, like clothes, that's fine. Just start setting aside. If it's 20, 30, 50 bucks a check, just set it aside so that when you go buy it, you're paying for it in cash. You know, you may use your credit card, but just turn around and pay cash. You're not taking on debt. The other thing is, I've noticed that if you have cash in your pocket and you meet these things, you know, sometimes it's hard to part with your hard-earned cash. So maybe some of these items you should be buying with your cash because sometimes it's harder to part with cash than it is with that little piece of plastic. Whether you're spending a dollar or $5,000, it just seems so much easier to swipe that card and keep going. So maybe approach the situation as if this truly is cash, have it in your hand and picture yourself changing hands to get whatever it is that you're wanting going forward. Making sure you pay for this up front, maybe doing your own version of layaway. For, for those of you who don't know what layaway is, back in the old days, uh, you could go in and you could find, say, a bicycle at Walmart. And you could put it, you could roll it up to the customer service area and they would hold on to it. And every week you'd come in and make payments on that bicycle until you paid it off. Once you had paid it off, then you received the bicycle. I know, kind of a crazy concept, right? A lot of retailers didn't like doing this because they had to hold inventory that hadn't already sold. Now, what did they get out of it? The thing that they got out of layaway is that if you didn't make a payment, guess what? It went right back out for someone else to buy and you lost the opportunity to buy it. So kind of an interesting concept. We got away from it when credit came around when they decided that it was okay for you to take it now and pay for us later. It's because they get their money. They get their money from the credit card. Then you have to deal with that after the fact. So that works out for them. When should you not use credit? When should you not use other people's money to buy things? Well, I talked about it a little bit. Small items, clothes, electronics, you know, things that are just a few bucks here or there. Don't use credit. Don't use their money to do that. It, it, you know, I know it's for instant gratification and I know you want to feel good in the moment, but I think you're going to feel better when you're not looking back and seeing how much debt you're in because all these little purchases, eating out, all these things tend to add up very quickly. 
and you'll have a real big balance and you'll feel overwhelmed with it. And you know, a meal only lasts a few hours, right? So you, you enjoy it now, it's pleasurable, you enjoy doing it, and then it's gone. But the, the debt is still there, you still owe on it. Or if it's a, a piece of clothing that you wear once or twice, and then it goes in your closet, and you never wear it again, and you end up taking it to Goodwill sometime, you may still owe on that if you're putting that on a credit card. Don't use credit in that way. The interest rates, look at the interest rates. When you're doing these store credit cards, or if you're using other people's, Make sure that you take a look at what the interest rates they're charging you are. I think you're going to be scary, scary surprised how much interest that they charge for you to do that. So a $10 item, you know, if it's at 22 to 25% interest, can quickly double itself in price if you don't pay it off in a timely manner. It's crazy. So if you're going to use a credit card, you need to be thinking, I need to pay this off within the next billing cycle. Otherwise, I'm going to pay a lot of money on this. They're going to charge me interest on it. It's going to be very expensive. That $10 item could turn into a $30 or $40 item. And, and it doesn't take long, especially if you're only paying the minimum payment. Don't do it. That's not when you want to use credit. If you, have, if you don't have an emergency fund, don't use a credit card. And let me repeat that. Because if you're using a credit card and you don't have an emergency fund, what happens when you have a, a time where you have to use that money? You're using a you know, credit on a credit card that you may need to use to replace a tire or an appliance later on. Refer back to our emergency fund podcast and you'll, and you'll hear more about that. So I know it's not all doom and gloom. I know nobody wants to hear that they can't have it now, but I mean, that is our society. So if you're going to do it, when is it okay to use credit? Well, it's okay to use credit when you have a large item, right? If you need to buy a home, you're probably gonna have to take on, you know, you're gonna have to use some credit to do that. You know, you're gonna have to take on some debt to do that. I get that. It's very difficult to save up for a home. They're very expensive. Now, Dave Ramsey would disagree with this one. I mean, you you could use it for a car. Cars are freaking expensive. I get it. You know, but some people feel like you should pay cash for those at, all the time. If you can't afford a car, you shouldn't have a car. I I have a hard time with that because if you need to get to work, and I live in Texas, so. Mass transit's not where it is like in the other big cities. If you need to get somewhere, you need to have a vehicle and you need a reliable vehicle because sometimes you have to travel long and far to do that. So I think it's okay to have credit when you're doing something like that. If you're wanting to invest in your business, sometimes it might be okay to take on credit. If you want to invest in equipment for your business, if you have a restaurant or if you're building a storefront and you need money to be able to do that, you may not have that, you may not be able to save up for it, then taking on some some debt via, you know, having a credit line with, with a bank, that there's nothing wrong with that. I think you're investing in your future and that's okay. So speaking of which, investing in your future, if you're gonna go to college, maybe you have a college loan, you're taking out a, a loan to do that. You're, you, they've now given you credit, you're gonna use that to invest in your future. That's a good reason to do it. It's not a piece of clothing or an electronic that's gonna lose value right away. Hopefully you're gonna follow through, you're gonna invest in yourself, and then at the end of the day, you will have made your life better even though you've taken on credit or, or some debt in another way. If you're buying a home, like I had mentioned before, you know, it's okay to take a loan. You, you know, they're going to give you credit to do that and you're going to pay that back because that is now an asset that will be, you know, you, you have it secured. It's not just signature debt where a lot of credit cards is. It's just, you, you know, I'm going to pay you back. It's a signature. There's a high interest rate. 
If you buy at home, it's going to be probably a lower interest rate depending on your credit score. And, you know, if, if you need to walk away from it, the house itself is the collateral for that loan or that credit that you're getting. So when you lose money by paying cash, what does that mean? So it may be okay for you to take out credit to pay for something. I mentioned before that I have a car loan and that car loan interest rate is much lower than what I can get earning money on my cash. So in this case, if I were to use cash and take the money out and pay cash for the car, then actually I would be losing money because I am earning a higher interest rate leaving that money in the bank where it's at. In this case, it's 3% as opposed to paying my 1.9% auto loan rate. So I would be losing 1.1% on an annual basis because I paid cash. Well, let me break that down. So, so if you have money that's sitting somewhere earning a certain amount of interest and what you're paying for has a much lower interest rate than that, you can actually lose money if you pay cash for it. I know, blows your mind. And if you want to know more about that, reach out to me and maybe I'll do a whole episode just on that. So in recap, credit is the ability to obtain goods and services before payment on the trust that the payment will be made in the future. So buy now, pay later. If you're going to do this, you have to be very disciplined. You want to make sure that you're paying that off within the first bill cycle. Otherwise, you're going to pay interest on that amount. It's going to cost you money for the ability to take it now if you're going to carry that, if you're going to play just the minimum on your credit cards, it is going to cost you a lot more in the long run than it would have been just to just save the money and pay cash going forward. There are times when you don't want to use credit, and that is for like eating out or small purchases that could be inexpensive at the time you bought them, but by the time you pay them off, they could be very expensive. And you'd be surprised how quickly that can happen, especially at the interest rates that are in the 20 to you know, 25% range. It doesn't take long to accumulate a lot, a lot of debt. And you, it seems like you'll never be able to pay off those cards. There are times when you want to use credit. If you're buying a home, if you're buying a car, a reliable car that needs to get you to your work and do the things you need to do in life, then I think it's okay to do that. So there is going to be a time where you need to take on credit to help make your life better, whether it's investing in a college loan, investing in a car, investing into a business, there are gonna be times where it's okay to take on some money, make sure you keep the interest rate as low as possible, but you're investing to hopefully put yourself in a better position going forward. Now, I want you to kind of look at your situation. How many credit cards do you have? How much debt is on them that's little purchases? How many are big purchases? What can you do to your spending plan to help you Position yourself to where you don't have all those impulse buys. Can you go home and sleep on it? Think about it this time and, and take a little time to think about where you are and what little steps you can do to build better systems to make that better for you. Hey, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley and you can find me at seantownley.com. That's my website. I need to start updating that. If anybody knows how to do website work, I would love for someone to help me refresh that. If anybody out there knows how to, to promote a podcast, I would love to hear from you as well. I have not done a good job there. I know I have a few folks around the world that are listening to this. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback. I got some ideas for the show going forward. 
but I'd love to have your input and let's make this the best community we can learning how to use money, cash flow, automation going forward. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.